Hi, welcome to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I am Lee Campbell-Taylor, the interim pastor here, and Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open, affirming congregation, and we're so glad you found us. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our weekly messages, we hope that you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your faith journey. Please listen with us now. I don't know if it's still the case, but when our sons were in high school, there was this barrage of personal care items being marketed straight at adolescent boys. And they had these names that clearly had never been approved by a parental advisory board. One product line carried the seemingly simple name, Touch. But most of them were these faux macho phrases like, on the down low, play it hard, ready for anything. Clark swore he saw a product called Skate on Thin Ice. He and I processed our parental anxiety over all of this by fantasizing the names that we wish these products would have. We wanted America's youth to be offered products named Getting Plenty of Sleep or Extra Chores. But our number one favorite was Make Good Choices. And believe it or not, the book of Proverbs is pretty much about making good choices. Proverbs is a patchwork. It's a collection of collections of statements and stories about the high stakes need to make good choices. The book features the literary device of parents instructing children, but it is addressed to everyone, even those very few who have actually attained wisdom. It is tempting to dismiss this book as secular guidance. For example, a hot-tempered person starts fights, a cool-tempered person stops them. But the book is much more than secular advice. The profound key to the book of Proverbs is the idea that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, this fear of the Lord is not being afraid of God. I mean, remember, our God is forever telling us, do not be afraid. No, fear of the Lord carries instead the sense of living with an awareness of who God is, living the realization that God is God and we are not, living in awe of, reverence for, and even obedience to God. Before we can become wise, we must live that way. That sort of living is the beginning of wisdom. And this book presents wisdom as a character in God's epic story. Here again what today's scripture tells us of this character. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She, and yes, it is a she, she has constructed her own home, carving the pillars. And whether they are made from stone or from wood, we don't know, but this woman has serious skills. And she is strong. She has slaughtered her livestock to provide meat, which was not an everyday food. 
This is a powerful woman who has the means to provide the fatted calf for her guests. And she also has prepared her own wine and set her own table. Woman wisdom is attentive to every detail as she prepares to offer hospitality. Fascinatingly, wisdom has gone to all this trouble before she lines up a single guest. She is so confident, confident in her powers of persuasion and also, bless her, confident in our capacity to accept her invitation. Once everything is ready, only then does she begin to invite her guests, and it is a sweeping invitation. Early in the book, wisdom is depicted as calling out in the streets, in the squares, at the busiest corners, at the city gates. Today, she would be all over social media and on the side of every Marta bus on Peachtree Road. She is everywhere, reaching out to everyone. And here is her four-part invitation. Turn aside. Come to my table. Lay aside immaturity and live. Walk in the way of insight. Each of those four involves making a good choice. To turn aside is to make the choice to leave your current direction, to alter your current path, whatever that may be. Turning aside is making the choice for change. When Steve Byerly helped Sessions see the need to invest in technology that lets us worship with you even when you cannot be in this room with us. That was turning aside from an old path. To come to the table is to make the choice to encounter God. Think of all of the stories of table fellowship in the Bible. The original Passover meal in the book of Exodus. Psalm 23, when God prepares a table in the presence of our enemies. Think of Jesus at table with outcasts to emphasize that all are children of God. Think of Jesus taking bread and wine, blessing, breaking, giving, giving to every one of us. In coming to such a table, you are making the good choice to engage with God. Then, to lay aside immaturity and live is the choice to let go of whatever foolishness it is that we need to outgrow in order to accept God's invitation to abundant life. God has chosen to be with us, and we are invited to make the choice to live like we know that. This is making daily choices about things that matter to God. And here, church, I'm going to issue a challenge. Like many congregations, perhaps even most congregations, covenant can fall into the trap of caring too much about stuff that God doesn't care about at all. Now, we are in good company. Not only other modern churches are in this situation, but ancient prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah, they are forever calling on their people to notice this tendency and push back against it. What God cares about, we know this, what God cares about is justice and mercy, truth and love. 
So, before pouring yourself into something, church, ask if it matters to God or if it's just an immaturity that you can make the good choice to lay aside. Finally, there's the choice to walk in the way of insight. We absolutely heard that earlier when we were talking about Laganav. The text tells us that knowledge of the Holy One is insight. To walk in the way of insight, then, is to make that good choice to know God, and I think that is what is happening in the partnership with Laganav. Knowing God. Woman wisdom knows God. The book of Proverbs tells us that wisdom was with God from the beginning. In Proverbs 8, which you just really have to read, not right now. In Proverbs 8, woman wisdom says, when God established the heavens, I was there. When God established the fountains of the deep, when God marked out the foundations of the earth, I was beside God like a master worker. Woman wisdom is God's wisdom. This calling us to wisdom, calling us to make wise choices, this is God's call. This invitation to turn aside, come to the table, let go of our nonsense so we can truly live, walk in the way of insight and knowledge of God, that is the invitation of God's wisdom. But wisdom can seem in short supply. We are so far from wise that we have, God forgive us, politicized the health of people and of planet failing to use masks and vaccines, failing to address the climate crisis right now. This is anything but wisdom. Drowning out the call of wisdom is the cacophony of short-sightedness, disinformation, grandstanding. Church, sometimes I despair. What choice do I have? <laughs> but God's wisdom insists that I do have choices, and that God cares about those choices because choices make a difference. Even in the face of hopelessness, even in the face of cynicism. I keep thinking about Martha Freeman, Mama Freeman, as she, she is known in Milwaukee. For decades, Mama Freeman has made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for neighborhood kids. She set her television out on her front porch as an outdoor theater to bring people together. She's led neighborhood cleanup efforts. She's organized community festivals in the local park. Each of these is a choice. One night, coming home from work, she noticed a knot of people over in that local park, and she went over to see what was going on. And what was going on was that one young man was holding the muzzle of a gun against the head of another young man. As Mama Freeman told NPR, I just started walking toward him saying, give me the gun, give me the gun. And finally I got up close enough to him and he handed it to me. Both young men ended up going over to Mama Freeman's house. She fixed them some sandwiches. And they sat on her living room floor, one on each side of her. She says they talked all night until they got things straightened out between the two of them thanks to her lifetime of lived-out choices, 
The city of Milwaukee has honored Mama Freeman by renaming the street after her, and I wish they had called it Wisdom Way, because think of the choices that she helped others make that night. Those young men turned aside from the direction they were headed in. They came to Wisdom's Feast. They laid aside immaturity so that they could live. They saw in each other the image of God and began to walk in the ways of insight. They made good choices. This is not just secular advice. Listen, and you can hear echoes of wisdom's words in Jesus' invitations. Think of how he invites us to turn us aside, saying, follow me. Think of how he invites us to come to the most important table. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. Think how he helps us lay aside whatever we don't need, saying, take my yoke upon you. My burden is light. Think how he invites us to walk in right paths, saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. Church, we have choices to make individually and communally, and God cares about those choices because our choices make a difference. Thanks be to God we are capable of making good choices. And God's wisdom is everywhere and always reminding us of those choices. Listen again to her invitation. Turn aside, come to the table, lay aside immaturity, and live, walk in the way of insight. So if you are strolling down the primrose path of self-focus and triviality, turn aside from that path. Wisdom says, come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Outgrow your foolishness and live. Walk in the way of the knowledge of God. Or if you have been swept onto the crowded path of hopelessness and cynicism, change that path. God's wisdom says, come. The bread of life and the cup of salvation will see you through. So lay aside immaturity and live. Walk in the way of insight. Whatever your path, God invites you to make good choices. Turn aside. Come to the table where you meet God. Lay aside what doesn't matter and live by engaging with what does matter. Walk in the way of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. I invite you to visit our website, covpresatl.org. That's C-O-V-P-R-E-S-A-T-L.org. There you'll find current worship information, links to our live Sunday morning streaming service, and our full archive of recorded services. You'll also find out more about us and how to get in touch. I wish you well in these strange times. God is with us. Grace and peace to you.